Hello and welcome. This is a podcast explaining Ukraine by ukraineworld.org. We continue our podcast about the war which Russia began against Ukraine. This series is brought to you by Internews Ukraine and Ukraine Crisis Media Center. My name is Volodymyr Yermolenko. I'm editor-in-chief of ukraineworld.org, analytics director at Internews Ukraine. We're making this podcast with Tetyana Oharkova, who is in charge of international outreach at Ukraine Crisis Media Center. Hello, Tanya. Hello, Volodymyr. Before we start, let me remind you that you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash ukraineworld. So let's talk about the updates. Uh, we are at the 15th of March and uh, the key, uh, I think one of the key news of over the, 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 the last nights is that Russians are shelling with missiles Kiev. So we had uh, missile strikes yesterday night, uh, several buildings hit and uh, today as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Volodya, you are in Kiev now. C- can you explain how how you felt being quite close to one of the missiles? So you are at Padil, Padil district, and as far as we see, one of the buildings at the same district was destroyed. There was a fire. So how it felt during the night? Yes, at five o'clock there was a huge blast, just huge explosions, and the the, the walls of our house were shaking. And uh, we have an acquaintance actually in the house that was hit by the missiles. Can can you can you imagine when the missile directly hits the house? So all the windows have blown up. It is dangerous for a person which is in the house just to get wounded by a huge amount of glass, for example, that goes from the window or huge amount of some, some other things. Hopefully this person, which was our acquaintance in this house, is not hit uh, and uh, not even wounded. But of course, it's uh, it, it's frightening. So you wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and uh, your body is shaking. You have the increased heartbeat. So of course, it's like this. I will I will go today to pick up people uh, to help them evacuate from Kiev, who are actually closer to this place. Uh, I've talked to them. Uh, they of course scared, uh, but uh, but uh, overall, Kiev, Kiev atmosphere, Kiev ambience is very decisive, and lots of people I- are in the territorial defense. Lots of people preparing for the defense. The problem mm. is, is that if they shell the city with missiles. So these territorial de- defense, uh, well, of course, they cannot really fight against missiles. Which let's, is yeah. Let, let's be clear. Let's let's be clear that it was a kind of residential. It is a kind. It's a residential building, so it's civilian. Uh, where civilians live, they have no mil- It's not at all military uh, object. And another uh, another house was also touched during this night, and it creates a kind of a, kind of a sleepless night for the whole Ukraine because Ukrainians they are mm, very concerned about the capital because we understand that the project of Putin is just to the, to to make Kiev surrender, and uh, that's why nobody slept. I guess little people slept normally. This this night because uh, we also had uh, air alert because something was in the air and nobody and everybody was reading news about Kiev because uh, people were sharing information in social media saying that that they uh, they've heard the kind of uh, huge huge explosions and um, we understand that a lot of people were worried because uh, Kiev um, as far as we see now approximately half of the population left the city but uh, there are still two million people in Kiev, 
and this is a uh, capital so this is very important for for ukraine to keep uh, kiev safe mm, and it was considered to be uh, protected we talked maybe several days ago and we considered that kiev is uh, maybe the most uh, the best protected mm, i mean in the air but during last two nights we see that this is unfortunately unfortunately this is not true this is not about uh, kiev being surround- surrounded this is not about some military exercises directly in the city let us be clear these are missiles which arrive probably we don't know at that very moment from which territory they arrive but probably even from russia so it's it's, it's a big distance and the uh, the idea the um, is quite clear they are uh, trying to, to 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 make people panic and they in a way they succeed because uh, you cannot compare this experience of missiles tombing uh, somewhere close to you to any other kind of uh, experience because uh, this is uh, something really uh, frightening um at the same time um Let's talk about uh, a kind of uh, good news, if we can call it good news, about Mariupol, Volodya. This night, um, we know the, yesterday evening, uh, we got news about uh, several uh, hundreds of people who escaped the city because it was a kind of spontaneous corridor, semi-arranged uh, uh, with uh, the with occupants. It was not uh, so people could leave the city uh, on their private cars. And according to, to information uh, we got through media, uh, some several hundred people uh, succeeded to leave Mariupol. But after, uh, Russian army started uh, shooting once again, and all the other people, let us remind that uh, in Mariupol we have almost four thousand. 400,000 people living there and they were they are still in Mariupol but the news is a good news this night is that it was a intense battle in Mariupol and Ukrainian army was quite successful during this fight tonight they were able they were able to destroy uh to destroy uh more than 100 of Russian soldiers and a lot of um tanks and a lot of elderly um, mechanisms. So this is good news. It, mean, it, 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 it confirmed that Mariupol is controlled at that very moment by the Ukrainian army. Yes, and uh, we've heard the news that official figures say that over 2,000 people have died or killed in Mariupol, but we have information from advisor to the Mariupol mayor, Petro Andrushenko, who is saying that this figure is conservative. It's also only a figure which is counted officially. And he's saying that people are buried on streets and courtyards because there is no access to cemetery, which is controlled by Russians. And his figure is actually much higher. He's saying about possible figure of 20,000 people dead among civilians in Mariupol. Of course, we mm-hmm. cannot confirm it. And this is just information of, from the advisor of Mariupol mayor. But mm-hmm. what he is describing is, is a horrible nightmare because people don't have water. They just... Uh, you know, take the uh, take the water from wherever they can. From for example, from uh, from mm-hmm. uh, you know um, uh, from wh- wherever they can actually. And uh, this is a horrible horrible situation in the city. Mm-hmm. And what I see now in the news is that starting starting from this morning, 
they open the same corridor at nine in the morning and they allow people to leave their own transport, so their own cars. So we hope, we really hope that some people will be able to leave this uh, city of Mariupol um, today. Yes, let's hope, but uh, we understand that not so many people have their private cars, and of course, many, many uh, people, poor people, you know, that, that are expecting evacuation on, on buses, uh, they, 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 sh- they are they're still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, th- there is some evacuation from the northern suburbs of Kiev, from Irpin, Hostomel, uh, Bucha. People who escape from there are telling the horrible stories. Really, what does it mm-hmm. mean to live under occupation? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to live uh, to live in uh, you know uh, hearing the shootings? Russians are entering their houses and uh, sometimes shooting civilians. We have the reports of uh, people. For example, one of the scientists was shot in in Warsaw yesterday. So indeed, it's it, it's an it's a nightmare in this case. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Ukrainians are resisting. This is our light motif. Uh, Ukrainian <coughs> resistance is very high, very brave. And today's figures from the Ukrainian side says that Russians have lost over 13,000 personnel, 81 aircraft, 95 helicopters. These are Russian losses, over 400 tanks, uh, over 1,000 armored vehicles, uh, over 150 artillery systems, over 60 fuel tanks, uh, Mm. over 600 vehicles. So... Uh, Ukrainians are showing that uh, the Russians uh, are suffering huge losses. We had the information yesterday that Putin has addressed the China to get more assistance in, in his war with Ukraine. And mm-hmm. this also is a sign of, of uh, Russia's f- uh, faiblesse, Russia's uh, weakness, because it seems that they, they consider their own resources insufficient. Their food for, for soldiers, the, the fuel, the, uh, the rockets, the, the bombs that they have. And uh, as Americans are saying, as Pentagon are saying, Russians already deployed 100% of those uh, forces that they concentrated on the border. Yes, they advance a little bit, but not too fast. They encircle some Ukrainian cities, but cannot take them. And the more they move uh, inside the Ukraine, the more they are dispersed, the, more, the, 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 the lesser is connection between them. And uh, they, they, they are increasingly having uh, so much troubles on Ukrainian territory. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, uh, what what I understand is that they are then there is no no strategic advance of the Ukrainian army during these last days, and this is important to understand in the situation when we are uh, all, everybody all, um, preoccupied and st- in, a, in a kind of a stress. But uh, we do see that Ukrainian army is. Uh, Mm, is failing, in fact, in 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 Ukraine at that very moment. Russian army, you mean? You R- said Russian, I'm, I'm sorry, so sorry. Yeah, Russian army. They don't have any strategic advance, and um, so um, this is um, quite positive news. And even in Mariupol, what we see in Mariupol, it's a kind of success anyway, because Mariupol, we do understand that this is a strategic city for them, just to link uh, uh, the occupied territor- territories in the east to Crimea to have this. Um, the success, direct access to, uh, to, um, to, let us say, uh, 
to water, yes, yeah, to, to, water, to, yeah. to water, which which yeah, Russians want it. to supply to Crimea, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, this is um, important. So at the same time, we under, uh, now at the very moment we are talking, there's uh, air alerts, uh, as I see everywhere in Ukraine, in Kiev, but also in the place where I am, so in the Western Ukraine. So the same story. So we are some uh, some sharings are expected um, during this day, unfortunately. So let's uh, try to stay safe and let's uh, see how it goes. Another important issue today is about negotiations. So uh, yesterday negotiations started between Ukrainian and Russian delegations. Uh, and Ukrainian side at least was quite optimistic about the um, about the progress. They were saying that at last Russians are taking um, uh, are becoming aware of what's going on on the ground and they are not living in a kind of uh, illusion. But uh, what is happening this night and what is happening now, it I don't know. So it, uh, during the negotiations, they continue um, shellings um, on Ukra- the Ukrainian territory. And I would not uh, say that the majority of Ukrainians are optimistic about these uh, negotiations, but this is our hope. Yeah, this is our hope because this uh, the senseless war should must must end. We do understand that uh, earlier or later, and we uh, all have the interest in, in in this war being finished as soon as possible, and with the minimum of losses from the on the Ukrainian side. Yes, but at the same time, <coughs> we want Russia to to stop its aggression politics. And if the war is just stopped, and Russia has you know its conditions fulfilled, it's obviously that they will take some time, learn from mistakes, accumulate resources, and make another another assault in a, in some time, in a year or in several years. So the West should understand that you know uh, its appeal to just end the war will. Not will not be sufficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need yeah. not the end of the war, but we need real defeat of the Russian army and over the Russian economy. That's that's basically the end, uh, the, the 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 goal. And the Ukrainians are staying very strong. So mm-hmm. the uh, the Ukrainian tactics, as far as I see it, is basically tactics of exhausting the enemy. Russians were trying to exhaust Ukrainians. Ukrainians are now trying to exhaust it, the enemy. They are not going into offensive. They are just uh, on the defense. They're making mm-hmm. the uh, very targeted strikes at uh, Russian Russian points at Russian delivery systems Russian supply systems and uh, again let's repeat what 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 we said uh, if uh, what we always say is that when Russians are shelling the residential areas the civilian buildings that's what's what is happening now in Kiev they are just doing that from despair we don't even we don't even know whether these rockets were actually why they were they're just sending them to to residential areas uh, because initially Russians were very quite precise with their rockets attacks right we remember the first rockets attacks uh, on the first days of war when Russians were targeting really military sites now it's just it seems that they're just shelling in, without any precision just a rocket on Kiev when it where it falls well it it, it falls and they don't care about it Mm-hmm. Now we have uh, the world support. Uh, I don't know. Well, all the civilized world is, as we see it, is on Ukrainian side. Of course, there are questions to such countries as China and India. 
but mm-hmm. the Western world is on Ukrainian side. And, and there was a statement by the Pope, Pope Francis, who said about Mariupol that, I quote his tweet, the city that bears the name of the Virgin Mary, Mariupol, and uh, Mariupol is a Greek word, let, let us remind that uh, this you know, names of the cities, Mariupol, Melitopol, uh, some other cities which are now attacked by Russians are actually Greek, right? So Greek names, Mariupol, Virgin Mary, uh, I continue the quote of Pope Francis, has become a city martyred by the uh, ruinous war that is devastating Ukraine. Uh, so it's kind of a, you know, an idea that this Mariupol is a city of martyrs already, of martyrdom, and it is indeed so, and it is indeed so, as mm-hmm. as such cities also which are north of north of Kiev, like Irpin, or Warsaw, or Bucha, or or Stomen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 very important. So um, that's all for for maybe for for the most. Um, important uh, yeah, uh, news uh, as for today. So we'll maybe stop here for today and uh, continue maybe tomorrow, yeah, day after tomorrow. Yes, so this was a podcast explaining Ukraine by a, a joint production of ukraineworld.org and uh, Ukraine Crisis Media Center. Follow us on social networks, follow our Twitter Follow our Facebook, Ukraine World, also the Twitter of Ukraine Crisis Media Center. Tanya is also doing a Twitter of in French for the French-speaking audience. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Ukraine World. And stay with us and stand with Ukraine.